I've long lived with Seth Godin's suggestion that art is anything you make that forges a connection between people. In fact, if you've been around me at all in the last several years and heard me speak or been a client of mine, you've, without question, heard me say that. I think it's a really important redefinition of the word art. And not just in the way that I want to lead other people, but also it's been revolutionary and really important for me. See, over time, and in light of Seth Godin's redefinition of what art means, I've come to recognize that the depth and the sustainability of my professional art life, my career, my vocation, has a lot to do with the particular people I'm connected to in and through my work. That, yes, I really do like making music. I like writing books. I actually love doing this podcast. I like coaching. I like all the artifacts and the expressions of my work life. But the thing that actually drives me to continue to make those things, to do those things, is relationship. And not the idea of relationship. It's that when I stop and think about the life I'm living and what brings me joy, there are specific names associated with those thoughts. And when I think about not doing something, when it comes time to discern whether I move on from something or move into something, it's often that there are names, faces, particular people, sometimes particular cultures, but particular people who come to mind and motivate me to do or not do the things that I do. Which brings me to my son, Asa, who's right now 12 years old. Asa wrote a lot of the melody for the song Graduation. And if you listen to the track, he's the main vocalist on the finished recording. It was actually the thought of connecting with him on this project that really motivated me and moved me to do it. I had some songs sitting around. I was happy with them. I was happy actually just having finished some new songs. But the idea of actually going into the studio and recording with my son was what put the project in motion. Yeah, there are many points of connection throughout the whole process with producers and other players, and now definitely after the release of the EP. But what provided the project's core energy was specifically sharing the writing and recording process with Asa Jonathan McRoberts. So on a personal level, the life in and behind the EP is rooted in the love I have for that remarkable young man. And on a broader scale, I think being able to name and identify specific people is what makes it possible for an artist of any kind to do what they want to do long term. Ideas and artifacts can be thrilling. They just don't give real life, regardless of how effective or well-received or even profitable an idea or an artifact might be. That experience of success simply pales in comparison to the deeply grounding experience of human connection. I risk overstepping a bit here when I say that we've been in a season during which it seems like everything is on fire, that every issue and every conversation carries with it the utmost importance. And because of that, because of that sense of urgency, not only should you know about all of it in detail, you must also see the right details from the correct angle and then, and this is key, care about the right things in those details to the correct degree and in the right way. It's just 
too much the world of ideas and causes, of artifacts and quote-unquote culture making. It's just too much. So here's the somewhat scandalous reality I'm living with now. If what I say I care about doesn't have actual names of actual people attached to it, I'm either faking it or I'm at least a little bit wrong. Because the human heart doesn't live on the energy of ideas and on the urgency of causes. The human heart runs on relationship and connection. Too much of what we mean by things like church or religion has become about ideas and artifacts. Too much of what we mean by politics or justice has become about ideas and artifacts. And too much of our experience in all these areas has been very, very disappointing which leaves many of us living at arm's length from things that we might otherwise care about and from people we might otherwise connect with, care about, and be enriched by. In the book, May It Be So, I wrote this prayer that says, may my disappointment in myself and in others lead me to hope and to work for change rather than to the desire to isolate or distance myself. And I'd like to add to that prayer this. May the change that comes mean a smaller and more personal experience of my own life for the sake of the very specific people around me and for the sake of my very specific soul.